Welcome to the Millerville Community Church podcast, where the Word of God is always the focus of our hearts and prayers. MCC is a non-denominational country-style church, just a short 20-minute drive from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Although we're often considered a cowboy church, we're actually a community of diverse people from many different backgrounds who have a common commitment to our Lord Jesus Christ and the Word of God. And now, here's a message from Sunday morning at MCC. Welcome back. So I just want to introduce you. A lot of you already know Tyler. This is Tyler Lease. And Tyler has been with us for a number of years. Um, and really, I got to know Tyler through him coming to the Wednesday Bible study. And over these few years, we've uh, become friends. And Tyler has a, a wonderful message of what the Lord has been doing in his life and how the Lord has um, just taken him from some very dark places and given him life. And uh, I just want us to pray for Tyler before he shares with us. It's always a little nerve-wracking, not just to be up here, but to share from your heart about your own life. And so uh, let's just pray for Tyler. We thank you, O Lord, for Tyler, for everything about him. You've had your hand on him his whole life, and even before he was in your mind. And Lord, we pray that as he shares now, that you would just um, give him... Uh, an extra portion of your spirit that he might share with us and that we might take away from this how you truly can take our lives and change them and make them lives that give glory and honor to you as you have in Tyler's life. And so we would just ask that you would give him uh, that confidence and um, strength to speak your word. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, thank you, Beth. Uh, so I feel a little nervous. Um, but I just got to remember that, that it's God. Uh, I'm just telling my story. And, uh, so, uh, um, I, uh, I was born in Regina, uh, 1985. That's 34 years ago. Um, uh, born into a pretty, pretty crazy family. Uh, we didn't know God. I don't know, I don't know when in our, you know, going back when, which generation rejected God, but, uh, but by the time I came around, it was pretty crazy. Uh, my parents were both pretty violent. Um, uh, I saw some pretty, pretty rad stuff when I was uh, three, four years old, and, and by the time I was six, they were, they were split for good, uh, which was a good thing, because they, they needed to be split. Um, uh, about a year later, my mom remarried uh, to a guy, uh, uh, Decent enough guy. Um, unfortunately, uh, kind of the same story there. A little different, though. Uh, for, for my second dad, uh, his dad had come home from, from uh, a year and a half in one of the worst POW camps in Germany. And, and he came home, and he went farming. And he, he never talked about it. And that was the culture in those days. You, you, just, you just went to work. Nobody talked about anything. So, uh, so the... The hardship that he he suffered, the uh, he brought it home, and and uh, his you know his son suffered, and then and then I suffered. Um, uh, it was okay to to beat kids and and scream at them and kick them and whatever, right? That was just uh, that's how it was, and and 
So by the time I was by the time I was eight or nine years old, I was pretty pretty traumatized. Um, uh, that was uh, that was that was when sin really started taking over my life. Uh, I started uh, I started really fixating on on women. Um, I, I saw probably saw my first uh, nude scene on on TV or whatever around eight or nine, and and I started I stopped watching cartoons and I started just just kind of fishing on the satellite dish to see if I could find some some nudity on TV. And uh, by the time I was 11, we got dial-up, and and that that uh, that sort of evolved into a to a full-fledged porn addiction uh, every day after school. Um, uh, it was I knew it was wrong. I, I hated it. Uh, at first, well, at first I didn't hate it, but as as soon as I got into it, as soon as I um, I found out about masturbation from a kid at school, and and I tried it out, and I was like, that's gross. I don't want to do that anymore. And and uh, but I, but no matter what I you know it's I just still ended up doing it. Uh, so um, I was in a small town and I was the only kid at that time that whose parents were divorced and just based on my mom was an only child I was kind of separated from my dad's family and I I just I thought I was the only one in the world that was that was like me I thought everybody else kind of was normal and I was just like this weirdo or whatever. Or, I was different, you know, I was different than everybody else, and I was so different that that, that was, I was kind of just, like, really, really different. Like, there was, we kind of had nothing in common. Uh, so so I was very alone uh, growing up. Um, where was I going? I was going somewhere with that, but I can't remember now. Um, so, so, yeah, so uh, it was just hard, I guess, to, to you know, uh, I felt like uh, felt like uh, really. Um, I didn't know that other people struggled with stuff. I didn't know that I, other people had problems. It was kind of our culture uh, to not talk about anything. You know, looking back now, I can see that lots of people had the same problems I did. Some people had worse problems than I did. And but it was just uh, it was a small Saskatchewan community, and we kind of just kind of just I don't know did did what people do. Um, so. So that was that was high school, uh, and uh, um, things kind of kept going south uh, because I, I didn't I didn't talk to anyone, you know. I went to, to tech school after high school, and and uh, I was drunk for a couple months, and then and then I got into online video gaming, and and that was kind of my thing. Uh, and sin kind of ran my life for the next ten years. Uh, um, I became a dad, uh, and that's when I, I started seeking God because because uh, the situation was so crazy. I, I was like, I knew I couldn't do it. I knew I needed like some serious miracles to happen for for this to to end well for my daughter. Um, the only thing I the only thing I never really uh, stopped caring about was that I wanted different from my kids. I didn't want my kids to grow up like me. Like I didn't know how to I didn't know how to to like talk to people. I didn't, I didn't know how to socialize. I didn't know how to be in a relationship. I didn't know how to be a son or a dad or a brother or anything like that. And, and I just felt like such a freak and I just did not want that for my kids. And so, um, when I found out I was living, I was intending on marrying my, my uh, daughter's mom. And, uh, and I found out cause she said she was pregnant. We'd slept together. She said she was pregnant. And then 
by the time I found out that she wasn't pregnant, she was like made the whole thing up. She was pregnant for real, and and that really, that really uh, wrecked me. I was like, because kids were such a big thing to me, and I'd been working. I, I had a day job and a night job, and the night job was seven days a week, and the day job was five days a week, and and so. Uh, you know, I was so stressed out because she said she was pregnant with twins, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, twins are coming!" And I barely know this woman, and then, and then it turns out the whole thing was a lie. But now I'm now I'm really going to be a dad, and and uh, with this woman who doesn't like who doesn't seem to really uh, care much about kids, you know, she's just willing to to make one for the sake of uh, securing a relationship. Um, so. Uh, so yeah, that was how God, in His mercy, uh, brought me around. There's a there's a there's a verse in Proverbs something about uh, or in Psalm somewhere in there. God, uh, a man who's rebellious in all his ways, God'll God'll do something. And and I found that's what happened to me. Uh, and I started seeking God. And uh, and by by this time, I was very uh, I was I was uh, also using marijuana. I was using marijuana like. Uh, all day, every day, as much as I could get my hands on, um, and uh, and also swearing it off, hating it, you know, knowing it was uh, it was bad, it was bad, it was not good for my family, it was not a good thing to do as a father, uh, it was not something I wanted in my life, um, but still going right back to it. I got, I, you know, I got six months sober, I got a year sober a couple times, but uh, uh, but I just I couldn't steer clear of it. Uh, I still was very isolated. I was still very traumatized, and um, yeah, it's it's just difficult, you know, uh, when you don't trust anybody. Like, you know, if 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 I'm gonna help somebody, uh, my ability to help them hinges solely on on how much they trust me, right? If you don't trust me, I can't help you, and and I didn't trust anybody, so it was it was kind of a long bumpy road. Um, God was there through all of it. Uh, God has done miracles uh, in in my daughter's life. Uh, she is she's been through so much, and she's uh, she's very strong, and she's a she's such a good kid. She's uh, she's a big sister. She's got a little brother and a little sister, and they absolutely love her. And uh, and so that's really cool. Um, I got to know some really cool people along the way. People that uh, that uh, sort of helped me see God and helped me do the right thing um and uh and two years and two months ago i ended up in teen challenge um uh teen challenge has been uh the probably the best years of my life have been in teen challenge for sure the best years of my life have been in teen challenge um uh in his mercy god set up a community of uh people uh people of character and people of faith uh and um, for guys like me that, that were so broken, they couldn't, uh, like I knew God. I knew God was real, and I'd seen miracles, and I'd, I'd, I'd lived miracles, but I, <laughs> I still, I just couldn't do it. Like when I came to Teen Challenge, I, I couldn't. I'd fallen so many times, I couldn't get back up anymore. And uh, so I came to Teen Challenge, and, 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 and that's God led me to Teen Challenge, and, and God taught me to stay where you're called, and, and, um, and my life is, is way different now. Um, I'm moving towards health. Uh, I haven't used drugs in uh, like two and a half years or something. Uh, that's the longest I've been sober since I was 
probably 11 or 12 or 10. Uh, I'm not sure. I started drinking when I was 11, uh, whenever I got a chance. So, so yeah, things are really looking up for me. God's really, uh, life is still really tough. I really struggle, struggle with trust. Uh, I struggle with um, being with people. I, I was alone for 10 years. Like I'd just get my drugs and I'd go by myself and I'd get high and I just get high by myself. And, and, and so being in Teen Challenges, there's like 15 people that I'm living with, right? And, and um, which is what I needed. I, I hated it, but, uh, but it was exactly what I needed. And, and it's, uh, it's been good. Uh, and it just gets better and better and better every day, every day in God's will. And I mean, it's not like, um, it's not like I'm Mr. Following the Bible by any means, but, but I am staying where I know God wants me to be. And just that tiny little bit, like God just blesses me so much. And, and I get to see guys come in and, 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 uh, and change every day. And, and I get to see, uh, I just get, uh, and I'm safe. I'm safe. There's no weed at Teen Challenge and there's no weed here at Millerville. And, and, uh, and I need that because if there was, I'd probably be smoking it. And, and I hate to say that, you know, after two, two years, but, but that's the truth, and so, uh, yeah, God has really blessed me, and, and he continues to bless me every day, and, and yesterday morning, I was really feeling crushed, and, uh, and, um, and uh, Tanya sent me a, a, a scripture, and it was, what was it, uh, count it all joy, and, and I'm sure everyone here knows how that goes, uh, what is it, count it all joy, because, because it'll, it'll, it'll produce perseverance in you. And I had one written up on my board from a couple days before, and it was uh, perseverance is what you need to continue doing God's will, and, and God just really used that to, to lift me up. So, um, so yeah, God, despite, uh, despite 20 years of, of just being a, a terrible human being and, and, and uh and not loving God, he, he had mercy on me, uh, and, and he started calling me, and, and, you know, 14 years later, I'm, I'm still, uh, still not exactly a model citizen, uh, but he still, he still loves me, and he's still taking care of me, and, and he's still changing me, he's still growing me, and, uh, and I get to get the honor of, of sharing with everyone here today, and, um, which is awesome. I, I know that, uh, that uh, well, what does it say in Revelations? They will overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. So testimonies are, are a good thing. Testimonies are a powerful thing. And, um, and uh, yeah, so thank you very much, everybody. And, and, uh, and yeah, thank you. Thank you, God. Well, Tyler, that took a lot to kind of be um, exposed in front of everyone. And so we just thank you for sharing and teaching us what God can do to change a life. And I am sure that there are people here who feel like they have maybe been in a place like Tyler's or something like that where, you know, God cannot use them anymore, that they're kind of a waste, and um, it's so not true. That's a, a lie from the evil one. And God has taken this um, young man and lifted him out of that miry clay 
and you know what, he's done that for each one of us, that, uh, you know, we think that um, either we come from a very bad place, or maybe we had a really good upbringing, and, and we can't imagine a life like that, but the Lord tells us that all of us are in the same boat, and um, really bogged down, and buried under by sin, and the Lord lifts us up out of that, and it's his work and his grace, and it says in the scriptures that the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases, and his mercies are new every morning. So thank you so much, Tyler, for sharing with us, and um, I'm just going to pray and close us. So Father, we do thank you, for you are rich in mercy and your loving kindness extends from one generation to another. You never fail in your love toward us, and you have given us your son Jesus, that we might have another to take our place in sacrifice for sin. We thank you that you have redeemed us, and although we know that we're not perfect, we know that you are doing a work in us that is bringing us to completion, and that that day will come when we meet you face to face, when sin is no longer even part of our story, um, even part of our remembrance, but we will instead have that um, wonderful eternity that you've promised us to live with you in truth and um, always in grace and always in love. So Lord, we thank you for what you have done for Tyler. We thank you that he has been um, bold enough to share with us what you have done in his life. And we pray that you will continue to work in Tyler's life, that your hand would be upon him as it is now, that he will continue to seek after you and to follow you, and that um, his life will be so completely different from what his growing up time was that um, he will impact many to bring others into that relationship and into the kingdom of your son. So we would just ask that you would be with us as a congregation as we mix together and, and we come from all kinds of different backgrounds. And we pray that as you have given us grace and love for one another um, up till now, we pray that that would continue to bind us as a fellowship, a fellowship that loves you and loves one another. We pray this in Jesus' name. You'll find a warm, relaxed atmosphere at MCC. We love worship and music here. It is our desire to direct people to the Lord Jesus Christ, the source of all life, hope, and true transformation. Our Sunday service starts at 10.30 a.m. and runs till noonish. Coffee and snacks are served. Children's church and child care are available.